So I finally got a letter from uh, the GP saying that I can book my vaccine. So I'm quite excited. So tomorrow is my big day. Did you? What, the flu vaccine? The, no, not the flu vaccine. Then? Take the vaccine. Take the jab. The, the COVID vaccine. The COVID vaccine. Huh? The first dose. Yeah. Now you already had it. That's right. So um, any side effects? Now, I had it. It's been about a week since I, mean, I had it. Hurt. Listen, I think I got off very lightly because I just had a sore arm for about four or five days. But uh, people say that, you know, some people have mild fever or high fever. Some people have uh, headaches. So I've been lucky, I think. And um, yeah, I think that the second dose will get better. So you're saying there's no side effect? Like no, I'm not saying there are no side effects. I'm saying that if you are lucky, it will be very mild. It's just like taking a flu jab. That's what people are saying. What about this non-stop talking that, you know, you don't let the other person talk? Is no. that one of the side effects? No, that's not a side effect. That's me. But you know what? If it is true, if it is a side effect, you'll be very lucky the next time we record a podcast. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. And let's start with the COVID-19 vaccine. So I had the Oxford AstraZeneca uh, jab about 10 days ago. You're going to have, you don't know which one you I don't know get. what I'm having. You're probably getting Pfizer. But or, uh, my parents had the uh, the other one. The Fi- Pfizer-BioNTech Pfizer one. Pfizer one. Yes. So um, finally, we're feeling confident. How do you feel about taking this jab? And do you feel it's going to make you that much more confident when you step out of the house, when you go to the supermarket? Because that's all we've been doing right I, now. I still think it's too early. Hmm. Until you get both your jabs and... You, you take two weeks yeah. for it to settle in. Yeah. I don't think you should it be making... It is a confidence booster though. I don't think you should be making rash um, appearances here and there. Yeah. Going out places. No, that's true. But I think it is a confidence booster. And everybody feels that once the population has had its vaccination, uh, it's going to just give us an extra layer of immunity, I suppose. Right? Although... Many, many statistics floating around. You know, the other day um, I read in The Guardian, this is about how effective each of these vaccines um, is, are. Is, are. What will, what will it be? How effective it is? Some say tomato, some say tomato. Yeah, whatever. So the Pfizer-BioNTech one is meant to be the most effective one, apparently 95% effective. O- Oxford-AstraZeneca, the one that I took, 70.4%. Moderna is another one. I don't think they're giving it in the UK, but in America, I know my friend got Moderna, 94.1. How There's you, another are one. You, are you reading this off your phone? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, there's another one, Novavax, which is 89.3. And there's another one which is in the market, which is uh, being researched by Johnson & Johnson, which is uh, Janssen, and that is going to be 72% effective. So I think, you know, heartening figures, although there's another statistic I read, which is quite scary, which is that nearly 172 countries in the world have not had a single dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. That is something the Western world needs to be aware of. You know, that brings me to a very good point, actually, that um, the whole world, for it to be effective, yeah. the whole world has to be vaccinated. That's right. It's no point just one country having it all. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. They're saying that if you have any spare vaccinations left, which yeah. England will have, yeah. uh, Great Britain will have, then they should donate it hmm. to um, third world countries. Yeah, and that is why I think... It's, and it's the best interest for everyone. Yeah, and it stands, and that is exactly why... The governments are not charging anyone for it as well because this is not about whether or not you can afford to get the vaccine. Everyone should get the vaccine, right? And uh, so I was reading that in India, there's a movement to saying that they should charge people who can afford it, hmm. so that just so that it rolls out faster. You mean as a voluntary contribution? Oh, kind yeah, of thing? so that those pay. those that can hmm. can pay for it and get it from a different, you know, 
privately kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if that has merits either yeah. because I feel that you know then maybe all the vaccines will go that side. Yeah. So because maybe we shouldn't. Right now people are also debating you know how uh, trustworthy they are. I know in this country it is the MHRA which kind of approves every drug so you know people are saying that obviously it is something which is completely safe but in other parts of the world people are raising questions on how you know how it's been uh, and that is that is something which is these are questions that have plagued many many people even here how is it that they've rolled it out so quickly that is one of the reasons they're saying why the bame community south asians are a little reluctant to take the jab because many of them are questioning a the speed at which it has been rolled out b they're saying you know is there any animal fat in it and the mhra has gone out and said it in so many words i know they're trying to dispel all the myths. Yeah, all the myths. And uh, there's an advertising campaign happening this week, actually, with um, a lot of South Asian and um, uh, black personalities hmm. doing the same thing. Yeah. And I said, take the jab. Yeah, take the jab when it's offered to you. And the hashtag is take the vaccine. You spoke about um, additional jabs, additional vaccines, extras that might be given to other parts of the world. But it's interesting to note that's exactly how the vaccination program in this country is working as well. So you're getting the vaccine right now. If you are A, in one of the groups that the government thinks is uh, more at risk, so the elderly, the, and the frontline workers and the vulnerable and the elderly. B, if you have underlying conditions, it doesn't matter how old you are. And C, you and I both fall in that category. Um, Which one? When your turn comes round, or sometimes, I believe there are certain vaccines which are allocated to a certain day and they can't be carried over to the next day. So he does give you a because call. Because, what is it, minus something? Yeah, they have to be stored so at or whatever yeah. it is. So, that to be used, I think. Yeah, rather than waste it, you know, I think many people have been getting calls from their GPs saying that if you can make it here in the next hour or in the next couple of hours, you know, you're not jumping the queue, you're doing it perfectly legally, you can come and take it. So that's another way many, many people have, uh, you know, many people, younger people have also got it. Um, so that's it. That is our vaccine story. And we hope if you're listening to this, no matter where you are in the world, when the vaccine does eventually get to you, I hope it is sooner rather than later. Please do take it. Just one point I want to say this this time round. Mm. This is what the second. This is our third lockdown. Yeah. This time round, younger people are getting uh, catching COVID. Yeah. Much younger people. Yeah. Much younger people. And uh, from, uh, you know, taking a moment to not talk about, talk about health here, but looking at the economy, the economic impact that this pandemic has had. Many people are saying that bear in mind that the economy may not be able to handle another lockdown. We are already in such dire straits economically. So many people have lost their jobs. So many people are relying on the government to bail them out, you know, because they're all in professions where they need people. They need to fill out venues or they are in a in a job where, you know, they're dependent on a daily wage. Those people have been hit so badly all around the world, not just in this country. And therefore, bearing the economic impact in mind. That's another reason for us to be extremely um, aware of, you know, how the vaccine could be a game changer if everybody says yes. Well, on a lighter note now, let's talk a little bit about Bollywood. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of stories that stood out for me this week. And uh, one of them was Dia Mirza's wedding. You know, yeah. because it's half term, yeah. me and the kids have been at home. Yes. And we've heard a lot of your stories. Yes. And I I really enjoyed it. Uh, Do you know story. which one I'm talking about? This one yeah. really touched me. Yeah. And Dia Mirza, she's a Bollywood actress. She recently got married to a sweetheart. So it was a second marriage for her. It was a second marriage for him. And his ex-wife was in the news recently. Her name is Sunena Rekhi. I know she's a famous yoga... She's, yeah, she's a fitness instructor. And she put out a post on social media, which I think is 
absolutely brilliant in the way two people two adults can handle um divorce and you know your partner moving on and marrying someone else so sunena sunena rekhi spoke about she said that since the amirza got married and naturally she's a bollywood star she's looking beautiful she was blasted all over social media so she said since these photographs came out uh, you know i've been getting lots of messages from friends on whatsapp and dms about whether me and my daughter are doing well or not so firstly thank you very much for the concern is jamie uh, is half german i think her dad was german right but she was adopted by this mr mirza so her biological so I dad her, i think her mom married uh, yeah mr. her biological dad is german was german um but she was raised by uh, a hyderabadi gentleman So anyway, Sunaina Rekhi says that um, firstly thank you all for your concern and then she says something beautiful. She says that you know, forget about me and my daughter doing well. My daughter was there at the wedding and I've seen lots of photographs as well, lots of videos just like the rest of the world. And there she is, you know, throwing flowers, uh, strewing flowers at the man- uh, at the bride and walking with Diya to the mandap and all of that. She said, "I like to take this opportunity to say that it's important for a child to see love in their lives. And if my daughter hasn't seen that kind of love between her father and her mother then i'm so glad that she's getting the chance to see it now you know and she says that i think it's a very special thing as a young girl as a piece of my flesh and blood this girl you know i want her to not be bitter i want her to see this kind of love in a in a, a marriage and i'm so happy that she's finally got the chance i'm very happy for dia i'm very happy for my daughter i'm very happy for my daughter's father i thought that is such a brilliant way normally when two people I'm going to say that isn't I would think that is not the norm. That's be, not the norm. Absolutely. When marriages so cool about it. Yeah, when marriages do break and sadly they do break a lot. Often two people walk away with a lot of bitterness, with a lot of anger. You know, of course there is no love. But if you can and still I, And I understand there's always the poor kid in the middle who gets yeah. hit. Yeah. But especially so if there is a kid involved. If you can be a little mature for the kid's sake because it is not their fault that you are not getting on with your partner, right? And if you can take this attitude and if you think that all right, you know, we we love is out of the window, but at least we have some respect for each other. I think that is phenomenal. So therefore, this was one of the one of the stories I really wanted to highlight. Well, all credit to um Sunaina Rekhi. Sunaina Rekhi. Yeah. You know, I've been looking at Bollywood as well. I know that Yashraj films is celebrating the 50th anniversary. So a whole slate of movies coming out. There's Suryavanshi, there's 83 the movie What is this? Uh, there's a uh, Bunte and Bubbly 2. Yeah. The Son of Saif instead of Abhishek Bachchan I think. That's right. And uh, anything else coming out as well? There's another one Jayesh Bhai Jorda. They've got a whole list Shamshera which is Sandeep or Pinky Farrar. They've got loads of films coming out. So what I don't understand is are they all coming out in the theaters? So are they going to be coming out uh, digitally as well? You know this is one of the biggest debates raging on in Bollywood right now. In fact, Suryavanshi Because they made a huge point that we're yeah. waiting for the theaters to open yeah. which are now open. Yes. So Suryavanshi is going to be the first big Yashraj film. No, Sandeep or Pinky Farrar possibly before uh, Suryavanshi in March on 19th March actually. You know, I don't even know who's in uh, uh it Sandeep is Arjun Kapoor and Parineeti Chopra and you know what the funny bit is? They, These guys poor thing I feel for them because They made this, a movie before, didn't they? No, they oh. made Ishq Zade before, not that. But Parineeti and oh. Parineeti and Arjun this film was being heavily promoted around this time last year when lockdown happened and so they've been pushed back by a whole year they were ready to release this last year but the funny bit was i remember it from the promos back then in sandeep or pinky farrar the guy is called pinky and the girl is called sandeep so oh. you know that's so that also adds to the 
Mystery. The twist. The twist. But the big film, this is out in March, but the big one for the 2nd of April, which is Good Friday, by the way, Suryavanshi. And as you said, this Is that the Rohit Shetty universe? That's the Rohit Shetty universe. The third, you know, the Simba, the Singham, and the Suryavanshi now. So these guys are still apparently, debates are raging on between cinema owners in India and between production houses. Because cinema owners are saying that, look, we have waited a whole year. We did not take these films to digital although we were being offered a lot of money and therefore we want a bigger you know slice of the profit pie and we want to we want you to pay us more for these films they're telling the theater owners the theater owners the poor theater owners are saying that look we've had no business for the whole year we've not had any revenue so please don't you know like let's please come to a consensus and finally agree on an amount which works for both of us but so far I don't think they've been able to agree on it although they've grandly said that Surya Vanshi is out in the theatres on you the know second. what the solution is what they should uh, let the, coin? No, they should let the movie run for a week or two in the mm-hmm. theatre mm-hmm. and then put it on digital see that is another bone of contention people are saying trade analysts in Mumbai are saying that normally theatrical release films are on digital right or they are on television but after but a couple of weeks after, or months never before at least 8 to 10 weeks of the right. movie running in theatres these guys are saying the Suryavanshi guys are saying that we want to put it out in the theatres and regardless of how badly it does or how well it does, we're going to put it on digital within four weeks. So that's another moot point. That's another thing that the cinema owners are very upset with because they're saying that, you know... After two weeks, no one's going to come to the cinema. They're saying that, yeah, the moment you put it on digital, who's going to bother coming? And they have... You know, an example, because Master, which is a South Indian film oh, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with two Vijays, Talipati Vijay and Vijay Sedupati. Master came out, it was the first South Indian film to come out after the pandemic and it did phenomenal business, it's nearly 200 crores. Yeah. But these guys, because they had had a pre-arrangement with the digital platforms, they went ahead and they put it on I was, was going to say, I think it's on Netflix, it Amazon, was on Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, you know. And that upset the theatre owners greatly, saying that if it's doing so well, why not hold back for a bit longer? But it's, so it's a lot of things at play here. You know, the deal that you've cut with digital because digital now increasingly has a lot of money to pay these Bollywood's uh, production houses. So there's a... Talk about digital. Can I just uh, mention Bridgerton? Did you, did you know that it's... Uh, I think 86 million people saw that TV show. Well, you know why. On Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit rude in places. Yeah, but it was also two extremely good-looking people. Uh, and I, in a Victorian I, I, kind of a romance. Was it Victorian? Regency period. Regency period. And yeah. I love the fact that it was... What's the correct word? Blind color casting. Blind color casting. casting. Color blind casting. Yeah. Which is really good. And this is the thing I want to tell you that uh, in the season two is out now. Yeah. I mean, has They've been approved. They've announced it. Yeah. And uh, the lead actress who's going to play the love interest hmm. is a South Asian girl, Simone Ashley. So she's getting a lot of traction now. Yep. But uh, what is she known for? Do you know her in anything? Have you seen her in anything at all? Or? No, I haven't. But I think she's in a, a TV show called Sex Education. Oh, right. So then she's been chosen for the right drama. I no, no, it's a, it's a good drama, guys. Now, you know, the fact that springtime is around the corner, the fact that the world is now getting uh, COVID-19 jabs and therefore everybody is allowing themselves to feel a bit positive, feel a bit hopeful about the future. There's another fantastic um, Bollywood story that I read the other day, which uh, was beautifully phrased by Ritik Roshan. So he was celebrating a landmark, I think, 11 years or 13 years of Jodhakbar. Um, that long ago? I that remember, long ago. I remember Jodhakbar. Yeah. The, it was Ashen. 
feel like a weakling you may still feel that you it's a it's an uphill battle you know it's a big thing to uh, accomplish and achieve but once you commit yourself to the idea of succeeding in whatever you have taken on the challenge that you have taken on that gives you a superpower and that gives you the extra drive and the extra motivation so always try and step out of your comfort zone because that is where the magic lies so talking about stepping out of your comfort zone mm. why don't we wrap up and you mentioned how to subscribe and write to us no i know but there's one more thing i wanted to talk about which is which is um spotify was in the news uh this week because uh, you know they have talked Very about good. you can hear our podcast on spotify on spotify and they have talked about how work culture has changed completely you know coming out of the pandemic are people really once they feel safe and once everybody is allowed to go back out into the world offices are really taking a long and hard look at how they operate how they delegate whether they really need so many people all in one under one roof in one space they're saying that we are introducing working from anywhere because we believe that work is something you come to the office for it's something you do and effectiveness it can't be measured by the number of hours people spend in one office space you mean it's the end result that counts it is the end result that counts if you are more creative if your output is exactly the same maybe even better when you're working from home when you're working on a beach when you're working um, elsewhere so be it we are only uh, concerned with the end result and would you like to tell people why you were looking at spotify i was looking at spotify because a uh, 16 year old who's done rather well in his gcse's from home um he's doing his work experience with spotify this week and of course it's all online right now till next time uh don't forget to catch us on spotify on itunes on podbean elsewhere um we'll be back all your favorite podcast apps the next time uh we record a podcast manish sahi you would have had your um, your covid-19 jab as well i would have and who knows i might just rub it on and on and on bye bye now bye